The nursing home had the best caretaking center within the whole city. It was known for its free, exquisite food and eye candy entertainment services. Because of the highly rated comments gossiped around the Houston area, it caught the attention of a famous news anchor that was in the area looking for a nursing home for her mother. She requested to have the story told soon after. After it got published within the area because they looked after her mother so well, articles about their nursing home appeared. It expands its doors even wider and bigger to help more elderly people. As exciting as it sounds, it was not meant to be. The project failed to take off at least three times. So now, you're listening to the Rise and Fall on Decker Drive. In the beginning, the hospital was a place that people adored. It was a place when in time of need, you were welcome with open arms. It was said that they cared for all of their patients as if they were their loved ones. My uncle told me a story about how he lost his eye when he first moved to Baytown. It was about 20 years ago or more before the San Jacinto Hospital went out of business. He was driving in his car on the highway when he crashed into another vehicle that led into a severe accident. He was in an open door car and the other person was in a huge truck, so they didn't get hurt as much. However, with my uncle, it was a totally different situation because a piece of glass got stuck in his right eye. The paramedics rushed him to San Jacinto Hospital in Decker, but it saved his life. The hospital also housed many World War II soldiers, so it's been around for a long time, long before we were. Even though the hospital was no longer up and running, in September of 2005, the hospital was used to house American Red Cross volunteers who came to help after Hurricane Katrina and Hurricane Rita hit. The director of North Bay Area Red Cross estimated that as many as 200 volunteers stayed in the vacant hospital for two, maybe three weeks to assist those who needed and this goes to show that even though the hospital was gone, it was still there to help when needed. President Dr. S. Jefferson Anchorman, who is also the chief executive and the Goose Creek Retirement Community's director, had big plans in transforming the old creepy place into something that was more helpful for the community. The final idea was to turn into a retirement home. The investment throughout the year summed up to about $3.5 million, but the purchase for the vacant area was $2.4 million. There is one other place that offered a deal to transform it into a retirement home as well. However, the contract expired in July of 2015. The company's name was the Baytown Housing Authority. This mainly talks about and focuses on the hope to close the Decker deal for that day. It shows that past decisions can influence and affect the future ones to come, which eventually led to the decision to demolish the abandoned hospital. Now the once beautiful hospital is just now a vacant lot. This, there isn't much left to this monument, but the remains of the past. It started to grow old fast and no one seemed to take care of it. It was during the year of 2011 in early August that had many wishful thinking and held hopeful thinking that the Decker deal was going to close after so many times. How many times have they tried to close this deal? It had been three times already. What were the days? According to Christian Carroll that wrote in his article of the San Jacinto Hospital officials hoped to close Decker deal today. It was in 2011, 2005, and 2003 before it closed down. It was closed down within the year of 2003. Along with that, it was the only hospital with the morgue around at that time. Because of the morgue, people really talked about how the hospital was obviously haunted. Which is like, yeah, people say every hospital is haunted because people die in hospitals. But what differentiates this hospital from the rest was the morgue that made it like 90 times more likely to be haunted. 
with World War II soldiers lingering around. Unfortunately, the hospital shut down in 2003 and relocated to the new hospital that was built on Garth Road. The odd part was whenever the hospital got relocated and shut down, they left the hospital beds, patients, jars, blood in the freezer, etc. It was as if they just picked up and left and not looking back, which to me is a little bit suspicious because why would confidential charts and blood, literally people's blood, why would they just be left behind? You would expect those things to be taken along or at least destroyed. After the hospital shut down in 2003, it sat vacant for almost 13 years before it got demolished and in that time, numerous of people obviously went to go explore. This was extremely dangerous. It was labeled as a danger to society when he fell. You made patient contact. Are you in the window that I'm looking at on the third floor? And that's clear. We're assessing the patient. We're about to package. I'm here with anonymous Baytown citizen with a few questions about the old vacant hospital that was located on Decker Drive. Well, are you going to ask about the building in general or specific incidents? Well, only one specific one. Oh, okay. Now, what do you remember from the incident that happened on January 15, 2016? You know, the man, man falling in the hospital on Decker Drive? Oh, wow. That seems like such a long time ago now. Well, we didn't know that anyone was in the building until the next morning, but they had already examined him by that time. Were you able to find out any details or who he was with, what happened? I don't really know what he was doing, but he had fell three stories down the elevator. Wow, that doesn't sound good. That's crazy. I heard that a ghost pushed him or he fell through the floorboard. Well, I certainly wouldn't want to be him. And as for the ghost, that's something I'll let your imagination decide. He should have stayed out. Yeah, but kids will be kids. He was probably going to explore before they destroyed the building for good. You know how old he was? I think he was about 18 or 19, so you consider that a young man, but I'm a lot older than you are. He had fell and hurt himself. Yeah, I remember him telling me something about his leg. Do you know if anyone else was with him? I believe so. He had one other person with him that I know of. Yeah, but they would have been way luckier if they had never went inside the building in the first place. Do you think that is what led to the demolition of the building? Well, no, because from what I remember, the plan was already to tear it down. But I definitely think that with it being proven as a danger to society that it was pushed to do it sooner. Well, thank you for sitting here and sharing your information with me. Yeah, no problem. I love to hear it. Even with it being destroyed, it still lingers in the minds of those who cross its path. Where's the morgue? I went there two times and never found it. I drove past today. I really wanted to go inside just to feel the energy. Someone living in there? Why do they keep knocking out more windows? My daughter worked down in the pharmacy during hospice times. Lots of stories. And people who refused to go back. I really just want to see the inside, but at the same time, I'm so scared to see a ghost. I heard that there was a face that would appear on the wall outside. Did you know a nurse by the name of Mary Griffin? She delivered babies and was in the nursery a lot because she could calm a room full of screaming babies with just her presence. I to wonder, are the grounds on which the building remained vacant unhaunted? 
or did the fall of the walls gift release to those spirits?